Davi here, and today we have a new episode in the Davi podcast. And today we'll talk about a marketing approach, and it's about trying to sell a feeling or leading with your marketing through emotion. The idea here is that most people don't actually remember the details of anything, but they do remember how they felt when you. People remember how they felt. That's the point. It's good to emphasize more on the the emotion rather than the the logical kind of details because people usually won't remember those things anyway. And I think it's more of a natural thing. Like we tend to we're very feelings based in a way. Even if we try to be as logical as possible, it's hard to remove emotion from anything. And I think this kind of approach in marketing really does help because it's more natural and you know it does get you results better results than being super kind of straightforward with with your facts and details it's just it feels so robotic if you don't have emotion in your in your marketing in your storytelling people want to follow people that are kind of like them so if you can show that you are an actual human being um i, I think people are more likely to people can relate with you if you can show your struggles, your pains, your hopes, dreams, if you can some, sometimes even being naive, people feel empathy, I guess, or people are, people are more likely to be more compassionate with you because they can kind of see themselves in you or maybe they're a version of their, of themselves. Um, there are people that are that are not really in my league um, in terms of like life in general, but because I can understand what they feel. I do tend to follow their content and it doesn't have to be like, it doesn't have to be art content necessarily, but if I can feel something with their posts and I like the way I feel about that feeling and I kind of want to see more and experience more of that feeling, I am more likely to follow or subscribe and um, that personality, that person. And I think you can do this a lot with your art because trying to pursue this field it has so many emotions involved in it, and I think the, the biggest emotion would have to be the the struggle part because it, it's a highly skilled field. Um, it's hard to fake it because it's harder to fake. It's more real, so it's hard to ignore your failures. You'll know if you have a like a bad painting or a bad sketch. It's kind of hard to deny, and it's almost like a rite of passage to create bad art for the most part. Especially in the beginning, whenever you're trying to try something new, especially when it comes to painting, drawing, illustrating, it's it's hard seeing your shit work, your pathetic, <laughs> weak, disgusting, um, work, and it's all it is a rite of passage that you just have to go through. And there's so much emotion there, and a lot of negative emotion even. If you can share that side of you that's kind of struggling, I think people can relate a bit. And I think this dabs into more of your personality. Now, if you're trying to, if you have a business that's more of a group, maybe this won't work as much. I mean, having some emotion in your marketing does help. But if you're more of a solo kind of guy or, or chick, I think injecting your own personality will will help you. And it's better if you say or uh, write it not write it but i think it's better if you can record yourself like in terms of like voiceovers or and such because it feels like you're talking to the actual person and it's nice just hearing that voice of like a real human voice 
And if people can just hear you, if people can listen to your pains, they can listen or it gives them the opportunity to listen to their own pains without them having to say anything. And it doesn't have to be all negative. A lot of art is also about hope. Not just hope, but cope. Because <laughs> uh, there is a lot of uncertainty in life and business. And if, if, you're trying to, if you're trying to achieve anything that's worthwhile, there's so much uncertainty that comes with that. And with that uncertainty comes uncom- uncomfortability. It's just nice. Not nice, but it, it feels real to be able to share that side of uh, things. And it's hard. It's hard because in social media or whenever you're exposed to any kind of social media platform, you often, or not often, but you pretty much mostly see the best of the best, the finished people, you know, the people that have made it, the successful ones. (laughs) You almost always feel behind in pretty much every kind of aspect, fitness, finances, life, in general, women, in a way, (laughs) if you're a guy or if if you're a chick. Chances are you're struggling with your relationships, right? Um, if you're a guy, just getting some attention from babes is already kind of hard. Um, and yeah, you, you, you're pretty much a loser every time you open social media platforms. And it sucks. It sucks. And it, obviously, chances are you are an artist or you're dabbling in this art thing. And seeing all the best of the best, the, the most skilled, the most talented people, it's, it can be motivating, but at the same time, it's like you see such a wide gap of ability and experience and you feel instantly behind. Almost always, I do feel like somewhat, somewhat of a loser. I mean, not always. Thankfully, I do have some skills. You know, I'm not like, I'm not a super basic kind of child beginner. You know, I do have some decent, you know, painting drawing skills i'm not that behind but there's still so i still feel like there's a big gap and there is a big gap and i have to be honest with myself but just being able to say that being able to express that emotion of not pain but just it's it's something that i think we all go through and i don't think i don't think it ever really goes away but you know being able to share this side of me is it's not really about me but it's when people hear this, people can see themselves, right? People can hear themselves. And I'm just like the, the messenger in a way. And I think this, this is helpful in your marketing. And it actually makes your work feel more genuine, right? Now, it's hard, again, if you're doing this, if your branding doesn't make or if the branding won't allow for you being more personal, I don't think, obviously, it won't work. But if you're, again, if you're trying to go for a more independent, solo kind of route, I think being able to share this side of you or being able to share more of you or you're behind the scenes, I think. Um, It's more genuine and your marketing won't feel like marketing. It's mostly about you having a a legitimate, genuine conversation or discussion. And it actually does feel good in the heart, you know, like whenever we're trying to do our thing, you know, whenever we're trying to pursue our, our goals, our plans. Oftentimes, it can feel somewhat logical, you know, like do this, do A, do B, do C, and eventually it will lead to D. Um, and it's it's a bit too mechanical. It's a bit too rough. It's a bit, not rough, but it's a bit too concrete. And it's almost harsh and hard and kind of cold. Um, being able to just share stuff, being able to just say what you feel and express how you feel, show how you feel, is it helps soften the 
the harshness of reality. <laughs> I'm being a bit too philosophical here, but the point is, just just share your emotions, bro. <laughs> now, don't overdo it. And I think it's good to have like a focus um, with your branding. For example, for me, I do want people to be, for example, what, what do I feel when I see art? I want, I feel excited and I do appreciate a lot of people's art styles and artworks. And I do have lean, I do have my own inclinations, my favorite types of artworks or styles. So why not share that emotion of excitement, of, of appreciation of other people's artworks, art styles? Um, sometimes I want to dab, not, not I want to, but I do, you know, I, I want to hope. And I want to have this positive attitude on art making. If that's kind of my, if, if I have that kind of lean, why not share that you can do this too attitude? And I think I'm not the best at this, but I do want people to feel like they can make art as well. Not just, I, I don't want to just let people appreciate other people's art because I do a lot of like art reviews and I do feature a lot of my, or a lot of interesting artists that I find interesting. <laughs> And that's great, but I want to share also the the you can type of feeling that I want people to leave my channel and feel like they can make art as well. I want people to hope. I want to show that it's possible. And maybe I do, I do kind of do it well because I always or I tend to mention how you don't need that many brushes. All you need is a simple round brush. And to me, it's it's a pretty hopeful kind of advice. Or it's not hopeful. It's pretty practical practical as well. But it helps people not need as much. And I guess what I want to convey here is I want to empower artists. You know, sometimes maybe you're just trying to dabble or you're just starting to dabble into this whole art thing. Or maybe you are or you do have some experience, but sometimes you do feel doubtful. Like, are you really going to make it? Like, what's the point? Like, it's too hard. Like, especially if you have some, some kind of skill gap, you want to be able to have some hope. So I, I want people to. Be inspired and kind of, especially if you're feeling down, I want people to get back on track. And because that is something that I'm also struggling with. So if people can see that side in other artists as well, I think, you know, they're more likely to follow your content. And it's a great way to market your stuff. And at the same time, it's more natural. Like you're like you're an actual human being that has emotions. And if people can see that you're not a machine and you're not Mr. Perfect. And um, yes, they're more likely to check out, at the very least, be satisfied somewhat with their content. Again, they, people won't really remember the details of your content or of your message as much, but people will feel or will remember how they felt when they listen or watch your content. And, it, and it's, it's not just also about the marketing. It, this, this can apply to the artwork as well. Um, oftentimes, like a lot of like art, pieces that get the most attention the most likes the most engagement they're not even the fully rendered fully finished types of illustrations or paintings oftentimes they're like simple sketches that sometimes they're more like comics like really short comics showing you know like artist struggles and just being able to see that side or even like whips like work in progress work in progress shots of your um artwork I think the reason the reason why it gets the most li- most likes is because it's not finished, and that's the part where we're mostly exposed to. We're not exposed like in our own lives in our in our own process. We're not exposed to the finished. I mean, we can see other people's finished anything, successes in life, artworks, paintings, 
but in our own lives we don't we hardly see or we don't mostly see our successes those things take time what we're mostly exposed to what we mostly experience on the spot is the unfinished side so if you can show that unfinished rough aspect of yourself not just yourself but your artwork your, co- your content your behind the scenes i think people can like it gives people the feeling of safety knowing that if someone is kind of suffering too or if someone is struggling as well maybe it's okay that i feel this way maybe it's okay that i'm also struggling and i think it helps people not feel as alone i do see that in a lot of uh, marketing content if you feel somewhat wholesome in the end i think people will tend to follow your content if people feel good um yes it's nice to feel or it's nice to show your neg- your negative emotions because there is some relate relatability aspect to it but if people can feel safe and if people can feel like feel like they can do something after feeling those negative emotions if people can feel hopeful i think it's not just a great marketing strategy um uh, but it's also just a decent it, it's a nice decent feeling to feel and it just so happens it's it's a great marketing technique as well so it's again it's it, I don't I don't want this to sound like I'm just doing this for the marketing. I mean, I am. <laughs> I am, but it's also about being able to being able to share my side of things. And it in a way marketing helps make your business, your pursuit more human. Cuz if you're so focused on the goal, you tend to sound like a machine and it's hard to relate to people. It's hard to connect eventually. Like I've seen people that are so focused on their work that They almost feel unhuman. I don't want to end up that way. So I think having this kind of marketing strategy where it's more personal, where it's more feelings based, well not not feelings based but it's just a marketing strategy that involves you sharing your emotion. I think it's an easier way to handle your content creation. And yeah, so it's good to have like things to focus on, I think, especially if you're trying to go this route. Can you make people hopeful? Can you get people excited? Now th- these things are just for me. You know, I do find th- these things um like I do feel these emotions the most. For example, even feelings like horniness. <laughs> um, I do, I am somewhat of a pervert and just being able to show that perverted side of me it does drive up engagement. Now if you overdo it, it can be off-putting, but if people can see that you know, like other people are also as horny as they are, Again, it's more about re- relatability and it's just fun. It makes your content fun and not as strict and boring because you, you don't want to sound like a fucking high school, sorry, um high school classroom because uh, you know if, if you have like if you've been to school a lot of it is boring and the reason why is because it's fucking boring. It's not fun. You want to make it fun or somewhat more personal. And yeah, to try to find things that like whatever you feel share those feelings don't be afraid to share your feelings uh don't be too vulnerable don't be that fucking open but whatever you feel i think there is some validity in sharing what you feel at the moment cuz just just because it's more human and you won't sound like a fucking robot and i think that's that's the point don't be afraid to show your feelings and share your feelings and be able to elaborate on your on those feelings because people relate again to people who feel the same thing. So if you feel the same thing or if the person feels what you feel, 
they're more likely to listen to your content and watch your content and follow your content. Now, it's hard to know if people will feel the same things as you do. So the only choice there is, is to share what you feel. And if people don't feel what you feel, then they won't follow you. But if people do understand, if people get where you're coming from, then they're more likely to check out your content and follow your content and support your content. Yes? Um, so focus on, I think it's good to focus on what you feel the most. And you can try leading with that. For example, if it's, if it's mostly about struggling, then share your struggles. If it's trying to be more hopeful and trying to be more positive, if that's what you feel the most, then share that side of you. If it's being excited about people's artwork, kind of like how I am, then share those things. For example, I started my channel with, even till this day, I still do a lot of art reviews where I review other people's artwork. There was a part of it where I was just kind of insecure or I, I had nothing to offer. Um, I, I, was re- I wasn't really skilled with my art yet. So I was kind of, I had nothing to show, but I did have this appreciation, this excitement for other people's artwork because I was trying, I'm still trying to find my style, I guess. I mean, I know, I know it takes time, but because I was excited seeing other people's art styles and artwork, I decided to start my channel and continue on that uh, principle with, you know, with just reviewing other people's artwork, showcasing other people's artwork. And I think that's why I do have, I, do, I don't have a big channel, but the reason why I do have the followers that I do have is because they can see what I see. They like the artists I like. You can start a, a or you can approach your content creation, your marketing in that aspect. Start with your feelings. Maybe there are certain feelings that get more engagement, but I think it's better to start with you because it's going to be way more sustainable and it's going to be more personal. This will make your work your marketing, your everything way more personal. And if it's something that means something to you, you're more likely to, to uh, do it, continue it in the, the long run. So don't just do things for the engagement or don't just, don't cons, avoid doing or focusing too much on viral types of approaches because it's not going to be as sustainable. Maybe for the short term, you'll get a few likes, you'll get a few subs and shit, but you want to think long term. What is, what matters to you? Focus on what matters to you. And maybe this is the, the main thing that I'm trying to convey in this podcast episode. Focus on what matters to you and then share how that thing matters to you and why it matters to you. And if you keep focusing or if you keep trying to approach your content this way, you know, people, people will want to follow people that are kind of like them. By the time you have an audience, that audience is going to be such in your lane or they're going to be so in line with not everything, with you know, they're not going to be like pure clones of yourself, but they're going to be more pure in a way where everything will just feel natural, I think, if you approach things uh, this way. So um, I also want people to understand that art is cool. So I guess that's more of the, the art review videos that I have where I share people's or other artists' artwork. But I also want to make art or the making of art cool. And I think that's what I lack in my channel. Um, I don't have a lot of art demos and I want to be able to share more of my side where I am, the artist making the actual artwork. I actually think that's my biggest kind of insecurity because I have more art reviews than I have art demos. I still want to continue the art reviews because that's how I built my channel and that's what people follow me follow me for or that's one of the main reasons why I have a following anyway. But that's not the only feeling I want to convey. I want people to see that 
I'm an artist and I can do it too. If I can do it, so can you. So it's not just about appreciating people's artwork. I want people to actually make artwork. And not just because I want people to make artwork, but, be, but because I, I myself want to make the art. And I think by approaching it or approaching your content creation this way, it's much more personal and it's much more pure and natural. And I think it's, it's going to help you. It's going to help everyone in the, the long term or long run. So hopefully this podcast episode helps. Try to share your feelings or understand what really excites you, what makes you feel the most. I don't, I don't care what that emotion is, but just share what you feel. Show how you feel. Don't be afraid to share your emotions. Don't be afraid to show your feelings. It helps if you focus on the things that you feel the most in, at, or whatever, whatever pulls your heartstrings the most. Focus on that and then share that. People won't remember the details, but they will remember how they feel or how they felt. So focus on that. Try focusing on emotion. Don't be afraid to show your human side. Hopefully this podcast episode helps. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.